With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
to the end of the year. But we're not there yet. So you know until we get there, we got to give you what, got to give the people what they want. Got to give the people what they need. <laughs> but okay, seriously. So, um, yeah, so this is the last show before um, the Thanksgiving holiday, and then we will be back um, the following Wednesday. I believe that's the 29th, uh, but I'll check my calendar at some time throughout the night. Okay. All right, so let's see. Tonight, what is on the lineup? You already know a jam-packed show for you. Week 10. You know, I feel like a broken record. I feel like I'm saying this each and every week. But was this not the best week in football? I don't care what nobody says. I think it is. I think it was. I think it's going to be. I don't know. But each and every week, oh, my goodness, it's like, how can they top it? And they do. But, of course, Week 10 NFL recap. Um, the tragedy in Charlottesville, yes, we will definitely um, chime in on that. Um, just a horrific story coming out of uh, Charlottesville, Virginia. Um, some NBA news. Kyrie Irving, um, looks like there's an end to the suspension, uh, possibly, and Kevin Durant, he speaks to the media. So, of course, we'll chime in on that. NBA, NFL Major League Baseball news and notes, Wednesday Wikipedia, Lucinda's lyrics, TJ's motivational moment. Oh, you already know. It's a jam-packed show for you tonight. Oh, let's let's get it. Okay, I'm just so happy. I'm just so happy, y'all. Can you tell? All right, so let's go ahead. We're going to jump into our first break. The breaks tonight. Yes, we are celebrating a birthday boy, and this birthday boy happens to be a member, one of the five, of one of my favorite all-time ever groups to hit a stage, an arena, I don't care if they was in the backyard. It doesn't matter. Just any old reason for me to play some songs from these five boys. Guess it's six now. Grown men. <laughs> I'm just so happy. But, yes, the base, uh, the birthday boy tonight is from one of my all-time favorite groups. So I hope you enjoy as much as I enjoy bringing it to you. But, all right, we'll go ahead, jump into our first break, and then on the outside of it, I will bring in the ladies of this show so that we can talk some more sports. Uh-oh, girls on the road tonight. It's your girls, LL Sports 2 with TJ.
was corny. Sick, yo, baby, how the hell are you living? Cut that fill and roll with Michael Bivens. I'm a fly young guy, I can shake and bake. She ignored me, it was an NBA. Ooh, if I could sing, y'all, I'd be a force to be ready. You better stop it now. 347-826-7924, that is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. Yes, the birthday boy tonight is Ronnie DeVoe. So, yeah, I was trying to find some songs that had Ronnie on it, but there will be no BBD because it's an E. It's not BBD, it's N-E. So, yeah, it's just any old reason for me to play New Edition. You already know how I like to do it, but you know what else I like to do? I like to talk sports, and I like to talk. I like to talk sports with these ladies right here. But we are live on Facebook. Let me give everybody a shout out here. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to the show tonight. My auntie Kim in the house. Sasha, what's going on with your baby girl? I see you. William in the house. What's up, Michael X Hawkins? My auntie Karen in the house. You know my mama Denise Green. Hold it down there for Reginald Johnson. Frederick, what's going on? Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Von Harris, I see you. And I put out the um, the question, you know, I like to do a little poll and everything. What is your favorite part of your Thanksgiving meal? What do you have to have on that plate on Thanksgiving Day? we got a whole lot of sweet potato pie, got some mashed potatoes, got some fried turkey. All right, ain't nobody loving that mac and cheese. What's up with the mac and cheese? William said that whole album was lit. Don't skip a song. Well, I can't play the whole song tonight, William. You know, I just got to give you a little tidbit, a little bit here, a little bit there. But you know what I got to give you to you, too? I got to give you the ladies of sports. And this, why this is probably why I'm just so ecstatic, why my, my words are just fumbling over my, over my lips tonight. You know, I just, let me just take a breath. Let me take a breath and breathe, because who do I have on the mic tonight? It's the ladies. It's the ladies. It's a full house tonight. <laughs> Good evening, ladies. Good evening, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, girl. <laughs> Thank you. Good to be back. It is a full round table tonight. It is the fearsome foursome in the house. It's Terry. It's Janelle. It's Aunt Lou. It's TJ. Ladies, happy Wednesday. Woo! Happy Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I hate to be a hate to bring the mood down just a little bit, but I do want to um just touch on this story here uh just a second. Um the shooting in Charlottesville. Um ladies, have you heard this story? Um uh, did you hear about the incident in Charlottesville? No, no I have not. Hmm. Okay. No, right. I haven't. Um, no. I think that was everybody that said no. Um, what happened was there was a shooting on a charter bus. It was a field trip of um, students at the University. Um, let me see. Let me make sure the University of Virginia, 
Now, I'm a little confused about everybody that was on the bus, but I do know that the majority, um, they were football players um, that were on there, but I don't know if the whole bus was of football players because, unfortunately, the shooter, he was a former football player. But um, just to kind of give you the um, outline of it, uh, Christopher Darnell Jones, Jr., he is the suspected gunman um, in a shooting this past Sunday that left three of the University of Virginia football players dead and another wounded. Um, They have finally been able to talk to some witnesses, and the witnesses were saying that um, this this young man, he was aiming at people. So it wasn't that it was random. It's not that, you know, it was, that, again, it was not a random shooting. These, unfortunately, the, these uh, four or five men, they were targeted. Um, says that they were aiming at people, not shooting a handgun randomly, um, but, they, again, targeted. Uh, a witness on the bus um, said that they were returning from a class field trip to Washington, D.C., also told police um, that one of the um, gentlemen, one of the young men, he was actually shot in his sleep, um, Devin Chandler. He was shot while he was sleeping. So details of the witness statement, they were shared with uh, Albemarle, I'm sorry, General District Court Judge Kenneth Andrew Sneathern um, by the Commonwealth's Attorney James Hingley. Uh, this was during Jones' initial court appearance, which was today. Um, so Jones, uh, who participated in the hearing via a video from the jail, um, he said little. Uh, it was a 20-minute hearing, um, but all basically that he said was that he wanted to hire his own attorney um, and that he is or was employed at the time of the shooting. Um, at the time of the arrest, the shooter had outstanding warrants. Um, He had warrants on a misdemeanor hit-and-run property damage and also warrants on a reckless driving charge in Petersburg, Virginia. This was back from 2021. Now, he had also been convicted on a misdemeanor charge of having a concealed weapon in Chesterfield, Virginia. This was back on June 10th of 2021. He was fined $100. He was given a 12-month suspended sentence. Um, The judge also issued a three-year good behavior bond in that case, again, back in June of 2021, and this was according to court records. So it's not like he wasn't um, known to the law. Let's just put it like that. Uh, Whether it was in Virginia, um, Petersburg, Virginia, Virginia, Chesterfield, Virginia, um, it seems like this young brother has been, you know, just involved in, in crime. He was also convicted on October 28th in 2021. Uh, That judge also issued a 12-month suspended sentence um, in those charges, but those charges weren't released. Um, So, again, one of the deceased is um, a wide receiver, Devin Chandler. He was shot in his sleep. Junior receiver, Lavelle Davis, Jr. of Dorchester, South Carolina, and junior defensive end linebacker, Deshaun Perry of Miami, were killed Running back Mike Hollins of Baton Rouge, Louisiana, is hospital. I'm saying that he was shot in the back. He has um, already already had two surgeries, um, but he has now been taken off of the ventilator. Um, they said that you know he's a serious, still in serious condition, but um, not as um, crus- you know critical as when he first came in. Um, members of the um, community. Um, 
you know, just outpouring. They have uh, vigils um, yesterday, of course, on Monday. Classes were canceled. They were actually um, allowed back at school today, but they have canceled their last home game, which was supposed to be this Saturday, and it's um, being reported that they're thinking about canceling the last game of the season, which would be on the road, but just saying that the season might be over. Um, man, uh, just, again, um no motive. I, I don't know if I mentioned that, but there has been no motive um, fully given as to, to why this young man decided to do this. But um, just a just a tragic story all the way around. Um, my dad and I were talking about this last night, and he said that the father of the shooter was on TV and said that his son had come to him within the past couple of weeks saying that he had been bullied saying that people were picking on him. And then there was a report on yesterday that said it, um, it could be related to hazing. So we can only assume um, that maybe this was fraternity, uh, could have been football hazing. But, again, this young man who was doing the shooting, he was no longer on the football team. He had not been a member since 2018 or 19, I believe. But, ladies, um, that's just the information that we have now. And we'd just love to get your, you know, thoughts and opinions on, on the tragedy. Um, whoever wants to kind of jump in, I don't want to put anybody on the spot. And if nobody wants to talk about it, that's fine as well. Y'all hear me? Hello? Yeah. Yeah, hey, Luke, yeah. Yeah, because I didn't, my phone is acting crazy here. Uh, yeah, I did hear about that. I thought it was something new, new or fresh, because I saw the coach when he was talking about that they were, mourning and grieving and you know and he kind of broke down a little bit so i did hear about that i was that was very tragic uh i didn't see any any uh, pictures of anyone uh you know but but I, I think i heard about it uh yesterday and i might have briefly read something but like i said i saw the coach on tv you know, and he was, you know, was talking about it. So uh, you just got to pray for the families and everything. It's just hope they get to the bottom of it and everything. And, uh, you know, I can't replace, bring the people back. But uh, it, was just, it was just a tragic situation. That's all. Yeah, and I totally agree. It's just definitely a tragic. And, you know, my heart goes out to, you know, not just the victim's family, but, to you know, to all families. Um and it's just sad, you know, when would the when would the violence, you know, stop? When would we just stop, you know, killing people? It's, you know, it's just so hardening to, you know, to experience or to just to know, you know, that people constantly just, every time you turn around, it just seems like somebody is killing somebody. You know, we we killing even from the smallest, from, a, you know, the small kids, two years and up, you know whether it was an accidental shooting or whatever it is, but my heart goes out to all families. Definitely. Janelle, any any comments? No, I I agree with the ladies. I just, uh, it's really heartbreaking, um, especially with it being so close to the holiday season. It's just it's it's hard to deal with. It's a horrible situation, and even if it was, you know, um, even if it was a hazing situation or he was being bullied or something like that, it just it doesn't really give you a right to kill somebody. It really doesn't. 
Um, that it just seems like this this new generation of kids, the only thing they know how to do, the only way they know how to solve their problems is with violence, and it's just it's not necessary. It, it that it is it is a really sad situation. You know, you hit it on the head, Janelle. The two things right before the holidays, and then at what point did we did we stop um, communicating? And communication could be in a whole lot of different ways. It could be fighting. Uh, it could be, of course, you know, you going up to somebody and be like, "Look, bro, I, I can't take this no more." Or communicate with with the school. You know, I know they have to have um, the what the dean or um, somebody at the school, friends, your your parents. Um, where did communication get lost? Where now the only way you can resolve an issue is by picking up a gun. And I, I'm not, I'm not saying that other cultures don't do it, but I'm really not. I guess I'm not concerned. Let me just let me just uh, put this disclaimer. I'm not concerned with other cultures. Right now, I'm concerned about concerned about my own people, because the black male is already an indentured species. Uh, uh, you know, uh, I don't even want to say indentured. That's not the word I'm looking for. Uh, endangered. Endangered. endangered species. Yeah. So, what what happened to? I don't even want to say to, to fight it out. I mean, I guess if you feel like you're being bullied, maybe you don't feel like you can fight or you can't. But you can go tell somebody. You can talk to somebody. There has to be. And, and we see this on the news. We see this. I, I know they have to have um, things up at schools for, for peer groups or, um, you know, how they always have the, the you know, the, if you're going through an issue, um, the, the hotlines or something like that. You can't tell me that there's not another way to cry for help because once you pull the trigger, it's over. These young brothers are gone. You got three young, thriving young men. I mean, whatever we, I, I didn't, I didn't pledge, you know, but I can only imagine you hear, you know, what they make you do. When you pledge for a sorority or fraternity, yeah, it might be a little humiliating. It might be degrading, whatever, whatever he may have been going through, and maybe they were picking on him for something that he, how he looked or what he. But my God, once you pull that trigger, it's over. Your life is over. And I'm sorry, but you've taken three lives. You don't deserve to see the, the light of day again. Okay, if you're twenty, twenty-two, twenty-five, thirty-five, thirty, if my loved one is gone. Bruh, it ain't no coming back for you. I I just uh, what 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 happened? At what in what point in society did it just we just pick up guns and that's how we start communicating now? I, I don't understand it, but um, again, let's just make sure we keep these families in our prayers. Even the family of you know the the young man who did pull the trigger. Um, because now his family has to live, you know, with that. Uh, but his, their son is still here, you know. They, they'll be going to the jail cell to see, and they won't be, have, be having to go and replace flowers at the grave site. Um, it's just so young, so young. I don't know. I don't know. You think back to when you were in your 20s and what you were going through and what you had to deal with. And if you think back to how, you know, if you would have handled things a lot differently or, you know, things you would have missed out on. Now these families, they'll never know what these three young men could have become. 
So let's just, um, again, let's make sure we keep those families in our prayers, all right? Uh, shout out to everybody tuning in on the timeline. Reggie Clayton, I see you in the house. Rashad, what's going on? Marvin Chambers, thank you so much. Monique, Idris, Justin, Jerome, Boogie Man, back from Germany. I can't wait to hear about this. Leroy, Sandy, thank you so much. Brian Strickland, um, again, thank you, um, each and every one. Make sure that you share the show. Um, and like and all of that good stuff. Okay, Africa, thank y'all so much for tuning in to the show tonight. And I'll get to these um, some of these youngsters, I know, right? Um, so sad for our people. I agree, TJ, if the parents aren't enough, we need mentors. Yes, yes, mentor, what out. Many, thank you so much for tuning in. Maurice, Rush, um, again, thank you each and every one for tuning in to the show tonight. All right, so hard left. Let's lighten the mood a little bit. Week 10, week 10 NFL recap. Ladies, did y'all see the games or at least see some of the highlights for what was on TV this past Thursday, Sunday, and Monday? Please tell me y'all saw some of these games. Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes I did. Oh, oh, have mercy. So you know what we're going to do? Right. Gonna go, we gonna... <laughs> what you saying, Lou? What you say? And pride. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let me ask you this. It wasn't over the Broncos, was it? You didn't cry over the Broncos, did you? Oh, it wasn't the Broncos. It's just, uh, did you see how many, when I text y'all, I changed about oh, four games? Yes. yes, ain't Lou. Okay, you know what, yeah, Lou, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and kick this off with you. For, for, for those of you who don't know, you know we do the picks each and every week, and we have until Saturday to change our picks. Well, Aunt Lou did a massive change this week, and she changed four of her teams, and only one of them panned out. So, Aunt Lou, I must ask you, what made you change all those picks? Because you were right. You were right. I should have went with my first mind, but everybody else was going with it, so I went with the majority. And I never do that. I always go with what I feel. But I just, and when I thought about it and I started seeing them, because, you know, some of them it looked like that they wasn't even going to win, but then they won in the end. But, yeah, it was like the pants, what was that, the pants, uh, the, not the pants, it wasn't, it wasn't the pants, it was the Cardinals, the Bucks, the Vikings. I just knew they would win. You know what I mean? I was had more confidence in them than some of the other games, you know. But I just, I don't know. I just went with the majority. Y'all was the majority. Oh, I can't blame y'all. I just was, I could, I could have had ten wins this week, people. Ten wins. You hear me? Ten wins. Miss Lucinda. Miss Lucinda. Miss Lucinda. Sometimes, sometimes you have to learn to stand on an island by yourself. By if yourself. I had done what you, if I had done what you did, because all of you guys went with the Bears and I went with the Lions. And you won there was that. another game. Yeah, if there was another game. It was with the, the same Colts. thing. All of you guys, yeah, the Colts. All of you guys went with the Raiders and I went with the Colts and I won those two. And sometimes you just got to learn to stand on an island by yourself. You got to trust yourself. Well, I, I, I knew it. I'm on the something. Why not believe you? you no, no man is an island, and I and I usually I'm on an island, I, and I always go against the grain and stuff. But I don't know when I went in, and I wasn't feeling no certain kind of way. But it's like when I picked them, though, it was like I had them because TJ and I was really opposites because it was just she and I, and I had so many that's different from hers. And then I was like, okay, let me go on over here. Everybody else got this, and I said, oh my goodness, I shot myself in the foot. Okay. 
foot is gone. Okay, so I hope you were able to put it back on. I hope the doctors were able to put it back oh, on. Oh, the You just shot that thing right on off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh All right, well, let's go ahead and get through these through these uh, week week ten recap here. So we go ahead and kick it off the Thursday night game. It was the Falcons at the Panthers. Now I did think that the Panthers were going to win just because of how the previous game two weeks ago went with DJ Moore and you know the Panthers losing it in overtime. Not taking into con- uh, consideration the weather though. The weather was real horrible. Um, so I was thinking it was going to be a better game than it was. But I mean, they they were able to put up the points, or whatever. But Panthers did um, beat the Falcons 25-15. Um, the defense for the Carolina Panthers had five sacks. Um, for Atlanta, the defense dropped three potential interceptions. Man, um, but the Falcons—they are five and zero when Kyle Pitts, the tight end, has 80 plus receiving yards since 2021. So they got to get Kyle Pitts. It seems like involved in the uh, in the offense there. But um, ladies, I know y'all went with the Falcons, Janelle. I know you were always going to go with it. But were y'all any thoughts or anything with with this game? Well, you know, I went with the with, with, I went with the Panthers. Well, Aunt Lou, I said Janelle and Terry. That's what I was talking to. Her. No, I don't have any thoughts. No, I knew I knew we weren't going to win the game. We usually split the difference with them. And then the although, like you, I don't I don't believe in using excuses, and the weather didn't hurt. But I knew that um, with that first play that was made, that we were going to lose this game. They just weren't in it. Uh, it. I don't know if it was because it was a short week for them or, you know, what was going on. But they, they literally, from special teams to the offense and the defense, no, they their heart wasn't in the game at all. So, but it is what it is. I agree. <laughs> I said I agree. Okay, Aunt Lou, if, if, would you like to chime in? Yeah, Aunt Lou, you now you were flip flopping <laughs> on this one too, Aunt Lou. But you was like, no, nah, let me go, let me go ahead and go with the Panthers. So you let, you picked that yeah, one. Well, right. well I, a lot of times it, the way I be picking is sometimes with they scores or either if they won or if I feel like that they they being, see I figured that Tom Brady is why I was going to go with them Bucks because I just figured he got a, he's on the bench and when that boy won that last game and he was almost dancing again, I said he gonna win this one. I just you know figured that, but I just didn't go with what I you know with my first mind. But no, uh, it was it was it was a great game. But I just you know I started out winning, so I just figured I was gonna be good this week. But Lord knows I lost four, three to four games I didn't need to lose. Oh, three four seven eight two six. Seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. All right, so let's go ahead and go over to Munich, Germany. The Seahawks and the Bucks. See, I, I try to watch the stats too. So the Seahawks, they were two and zero in international play. Meaning that they had never lost. Tom Brady was three and zero in international play, but the Bucks were zero and three. So I was like, okay, well, Brady can't be, you know, and, yeah, they won last week, but, you know, the whole team and Seahawks, they've been doing good. The defense going to get over there. Yep, hey, Lou, you should have stick with, stuck with the Bucks, and I should have went with the Bucks. Bucks took care of business 21-16. Now, it was kind of a slow – well, I don't want to say it was a slow game. Um, I think it was, more, it was more like a defensive game, but it was 930 in the morning, and it's kind of hard for me to, to, to get up, watch uh, football first thing in the morning. But – 
it turned out to be a really good game. Brady, um, 22 of 29, 258 yards, two touchdowns. This was his first intercept, interception, though, since week one. Um, but it's also his first game with two passing touchdowns since week four. But shout-out to linebacker Devin White, playing with such a heavy heart. He had lost his father the early part of the week, um, but still managed to get over to Germany um, and play lights out. What was so sad was that it was a tragic death. I didn't really get um, the information as far as how he died, but he died at the age of 45. And what makes that so, like, um, just kind of give you chills, that is Devin White's number is 45. So, man, but uh, he he just internalized all of that energy, and um, Devin White had a really really phenomenal game. So shout out. I, I tip my hat to you, Devin White, because I know he had to be playing. And it seemed like the team rallied around him as well. Um, for Geno Smith, um, he was 22, I'm sorry, 23 of 33, 275 yards, two touchdowns. Um, he had four rushes for 22 yards. But for uh, Smith, this was his fourth straight game with two passing touchdowns. But one thing that I found um, just phenomenal about um, reporting over there, uh, some of the reports that came, they said that after the news conferences, which, um, you know, when the players go back and then they talk, you know, to the media or whatever, it's usually about 30, 40 five minutes, maybe sometimes an hour, you know, before the um, players get to the podium. Well, they said that some of the Buccaneers players, after their press conferences, they went back out onto the field, and they said that the whole stadium, 70,000 people were still there singing songs. I think they were singing uh, Oh Sweet Caroline and some some country songs and everything, but just the excitement that the uh, fans of Germany showed um, and the love that they showed those two teams and just showing the NFL the love that they have for football. Um, I just thought that was amazing to be, to have no one leave the stadium an hour after the game. Um, I just thought that was, that was, that was just phenomenal there. Um, so it looks like we will probably be having more games in Germany sooner rather than later. Um, ladies, any any thoughts on on that game before we move on? No. <clears throat> I'll take that as a no. But I do know someone who wants to comment on this. So let's go ahead and bring him in all the way from Germany. I ain't all the way from Germany now. I'm 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 home now. <laughs> what I'm saying, you made it back is what I'm saying. <laughs> yep, I got back yesterday, but man, that game was something else. I'm gonna talk about Devin White. Um somebody had to light a spark up under Devin White and I believe Warren Sapp did when he called him out because in Devin White in Devin White's second year they had him graded as the number one linebacker in the league. And the way he's been playing this year is like he's the next to the last linebacker in the league. And no effort, taking bad angles and all that stuff like that. So Warren Sapp, to me, lit a spark up on him because he told him, man, it was one play that he um, that he done in the game. And it was like, I forgot what game it was. It was a game that we lost. It was the Baltimore game. One of the offensive guards blocked him. 15 yards down the field. And another play that it just showed him just walking while the guy, the running back, was running up the running up the sideline for like a 30-yard gain, and he was like walking. So Warren Sapp was like, no, I think you need to take that C off his chest. 
So um, he didn't want to talk to the media after all that because he was, until that point, he was he had gotten where he was just um, just cocky and all that stuff. They're just a bunch of talking, no game, no playing in the game. And then this happened with his dad. Um, I think his dad got killed. His dad got killed. Well, his dad died in the hands of law enforcement. We're going to say that. His mom made a tweet saying that the justice system killed her, um, killed his dad. So um, he was on the, I think he was on the plane to Germany. His dad died that Thursday, and he was on the plane to Germany when that happened. I believe it was. And um, that experience there in Germany at that game, it was like none other. I was like, man, when I went to London, London wasn't that fun. It's like the the they drank some beer over there too. I'm just tell you that right there. Them also beer drinking fools over there, and they don't they don't drink it by the little cups. They drink it by the big half gallon mugs over there at the football game and during the football game. Third quarter they shut it down. They shut down at the end of the third quarter. They shut down. They um they um the concession stand, but after the game. Up. Like people buying hot dogs and drinking beer, and they singing Sweet Caroline and Country Road and all this stuff. I'm like, man, that was like the biggest, and they were like, man, I, that's the most fun I had on when I on the trip. That's in the United States or outside of the United States. Um, they stayed. I'm gonna say this: they had that that little thing how they were doing the little karaoke thing because the stadium is nice, but Leaving the stadium, the bus, they, they only have, like, one way in and one way out. So it ain't like how you go to the United States. You can got you got parking all the way around the stadium. It's, like, one way in and one way out. And those trains were horrible. So it did due diligence for them to um, have that little thing after the game because, man, it was so packed out there. But it was fun. Um, Tom Brady finally – Finally started to look like he's getting back to being Tom Brady after his wife went to, uh, went to I think she was in Mexico, his ex-wife, with the new boyfriend and the kids while he was in Germany. So I think he, I think he back to being, I think he back to being Tom Brady. Um, the defense did pretty good, which they've been doing all year. Um, besides some rushing defense on a few games, but. Um, I'm just glad we got this win so we can put a little cushion in front of us and the next team in our division. But we need to, we still got some areas where we need to tighten up. All right. Yeah, I was waiting to hear the, how so, the experience was um, at the game. So so let me just make sure I heard you right. So you said they have one way in and one way out to the stadium? One way in and one way out. You can catch the bus oh there. The cab lines are horrendous. I'm like, people were like <laughs> – it was it was funny because you see all these cows riding and they got their light on, that means ain't nobody in it. So people are all in the middle of the highway just, you know, I Eddie Murphy stopped the taxi and coming to America when he first went to New York. That's how people was in the middle of the road. They were stopping taxis like that right there, just jumping in. I'm like, man, it was so crazy. And that's how we got back to our room because there wasn't no way we can get an Uber because the traffic was just so bad over there. So we just jumped in front of a taxi. And just got our way back to the room. We do it. Hey, we got to do it like they do. We found out that's how they do it. So shit, we had to do it too. But, but it was so it was so fun. It was fun. Um, they saying 
some people said Tampa got a four-year deal with Germany because I know next year they're gonna be in, the game is gonna be in Frankfurt. But a lot of people were saying that Tampa Bay got a four-year deal with them. But I was like, I ain't never heard the team having a four-year deal with them. I heard that. I thought the NFL would. But it was like a lot of people saying, no, Tampa signed a four-year deal. So next year, I know the game is going to be in Frankfurt next year. And they're mm-hmm. supposed to um, alternate the games from from um, Munich to Frankfurt, back to Munich, and then back to Frankfurt, the fourth year. So we, got, we just got to see how the scheduling coming out. But, man, if you get a game over there, man, you got to go because of the food ain't all that over there, but the game was, like, excellent. Yeah. Well, that's, that's good. I, I couldn't, wait, couldn't wait for you to get on because I just wanted to hear about the experience over there. But um, they're going to have to uh, change that uh, infrastructure there because one way in, one way out for 70,000 people. That's what I know. That's See, that's that's that was their first game ever. That was their first game ever. Right. Over there too. And it was, like, right. um, like 3 million people that, was trying to get tickets. Say that again. And I did still meet some men. I say it was like over three million people trying to get tickets for that game. Well, I mean the seventy thousand, but yeah, they're going to change that infrastructure though, because that, that that sounds ridiculous. But wow. Oh okay. yeah, it was crazy, well, but it was fun. I'm glad you you called in. I know you're not going anywhere because we just got started on the on the, yeah, on the game. Yeah, because so. I, I I can't wait till you get on your boy um, on on y'all game too. Oh, okay. Well, you just keep on hanging wait. on it, because we're going to get to it. Oh, man, hang on. <laughs> All right, Boogie Man. See, talk right. to you in a minute. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight, I believe. Let's see if we can go here and talk to this gentleman. Nope. 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 Hello. Hold on. I got it. Okay, so Dale, if you can hear me, because yeah, you on here twice again, so I'm gonna have to hang you up and then you call back, because I don't know how you keep getting that echo. It sounds like we talking to uh, Dale in the Twilight Zone. All right, so let's move on, ladies. This was I had to be the game of the year right here, though. Vikings and the Bills. Oh my goodness. Um, Kirk. Is it Kirk Cousins? Is it uh, Josh Allen? Is it Justin Jefferson? Is it uh, um, Diggs, Stephon Diggs? I don't know which one it is, but we're going to talk about all of it. But Vikings, they pulled it out 33-30 to in overtime. Um, the Minnesota Vikings, they have now had five wins this season when trailing in the fourth quarter. That's the most in the NFL. This is their seventh straight win. They trailed 27-10 to 10 in the third quarter. I think it was like a minute left. I had to rewatch that game again today because it was just so good. I, think, I believe it was like a minute 41, and they were still trailing 27-10, and then they scored. Uh, but Jefferson and his one-handed catch, Stephon Diggs, he had a one-handed catch too, but then Jefferson just put that with a shame. Um, Jefferson, he has 4,076 yards. He only needs 88 receiving yards more to pass Hall of Fame Randy Moss for the most in a player's first three seasons in NFL history. Randy Moss currently holds that record, 4,163. But for Buffalo, um, Josh Allen, they had they were 52 straight wins at home when leading by 14-plus points at halftime. 52 straight. That's their record. Um, they had also, this was the first time they had blown a 17-point lead since 2001. Uh, that was week 17 versus New England. They now have three losses, check this, by a total of eight points. Their three losses they've lost by a total of eight points. Um, they're the first, they were the first overall seed um, 
going into this week, and now they have fallen to the sixth overall seed in the AFC. Um, their second straight week, losing by three points. Three points. And um, for Stephon Diggs, he now has six games with 100-plus receiving yards this season. But, y'all, real quick, I have to go through the last minute and then the overtime of the game. So total yards for both teams, 481 for Minnesota, 486 for Buffalo. But the final minute of regulation in overtime. So Minnesota, they stopped them, They stopped at the goal line on fourth and down on Cousins' uh, quarterback sneak. They were stopped on fourth and goal. Defense did their job. I mean, there is nothing no, – Janelle, correct me if I'm wrong. There is nothing better in football than a goal line stance on fourth and goal. I, I think that has to be the best play in, in, in football. That – oh, my God, just so exciting. Okay. Then, so they turn the ball over. Buffalo now gets the ball at the half-inch mark. What does Josh Allen do? He fumbles the ball. Not, no, not a safety, but gives Minnesota a touchdown. Then Buffalo goes – 69 yards in 39 seconds, no timeouts, and they get a field goal. All right, now we're going into overtime. Overtime opens up, a 12-play drive by Minnesota. Minnesota. Buffalo defense stops them again, holds them to a field goal. And then Josh Allen, he has two or three good 12, 20-plus runs. And then at the last minute, he throws a second pick to Patrick Peterson. And that second interception, Josh Allen, I don't know who you were throwing to because Knox was not open. Nobody was open. Peterson was all in front of that man. I, I'm, I'm wondering, does, does he need to get glasses? Is he getting too cocky? Does he believe he could just fit the ball in any hole? But, but, Josh, you need a hole to fit the ball into first. You can't just throw it to the, to the defender. My goodness. Um, ladies, let, let, let's talk about the game. Uh, who, who wants to go first? You know what? Me, I can I can replay that entire game. The worst part of that game is for them to go into overtime and for Josh Allen to throw that interception. I'm like, you, who was he throwing to? Nobody was open. And I'm like, I'm sitting, I'm like, I got this, I got this game. This is one of the game. I got this game. Then he threw the interception. I'm like, oh my gosh, what is really going on? Does he need glasses? Does he need contacts? What's going on? I was just pacing back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I like, no, he did not just do this. I was just upset. I was, I was upset with that game. Cause I'm like, mm. you have, you, you know, the defense have held off, and then you go into overtime, and then we almost have the game, and you throw an interception. For real, what did they do that at? Buffalo. <laughs> it was supposed to win. The Vikings were supposed to win as the team that I picked initially. They were supposed to win, and I thought about that, you know, with with with, with them playing the Bills. I knew it was going to be a great game, but, I mean, it was, it, it, the Bills was up most of the time, but you see what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Janelle, your thoughts? Um, it, that, that game was, a um, definitely a heartbreaker for me. I, I was standing on my feet, then I sit down, then I'm back on my feet and I'm sitting down again. I'm screaming at the TV. It was just, it was too much going on in that game. It was too much. How Buffalo lost that game, I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm still trying to figure it out. I mean, I know how they lost it, obviously, but they had it. 
they had that game. I don't know what happened. It's like they fell apart in the in the third quarter, and after that, it was over. And they were leading, They were still winning twenty-seven to ten with a minute forty something left in the third quarter. A minute forty. So it, this is my thing. So was it Buffalo falling apart or taking their foot off of the gas, or was it Minnesota? I mean, because Minnesota, they're 7-1, but people were talking about their strength of schedule. Okay, really, who have they beaten? You know, maybe if they come into Buffalo, but nobody really thought that they were going to win. They wanted to see a good game, but did they really think that Minnesota could win? But Minnesota has the talent. It's just you thought that Buffalo was going to just kind of like tighten tighten up. And is it that – are the big moments getting too much for Josh Allen? Is it that he's getting too cocky? Is it that he's just – trying to do or is he just trying to do too much put the put you know put the team on his back but the defense did the majority of the work for you until they gave up you know the 17 points but i mean they held him in the fourth uh, oh my they held him at the fourth fourth and inches half half yard line and all you had to do josh allen was get the ball from the center and the game was over i mean so I mean, what do y'all think? Do you think it was just a collapse by by Buffalo, or was it just Minnesota is just that good, and they trying to prove to the NFL, no, we for real? I think they're trying to prove that they're for real. Did you hear that? Yep, yep, I heard. I didn't know if anybody else wanted to comment. Okay. Well, I'm gonna. Oh, hold on. I thought he was there. Dale, where'd you go? Hold on. Let's see if we can bring Dale in here. Dale, can you hear us? Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you. What's on your mind? Welcome back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, my Raiders ain't been playing too good, and. Uh, Dale, your Raiders I, ain't about nothing. They about need to go on. Oh, they they have. Well, they start with the ownership. Uh, Mark Davis is just doing a terrible job. Uh, I agree with a couple of things where he may have been having financial problems, and and they could have been. And I think that's that's a possibility. The reason that he didn't get he's not getting rid of Josh McDaniels to have another payoff because he still got Gruden another payoff if he get if he get. Uh, past that he have to finish paying them off. So, you know, that's another issue. But our team is terrible. I mean, defense lasts in everything on the defense side of the ball. Uh, and then that makes the guys, uh, a lot of friction between them and the guys on the offense and the coaches and the whole shebang. But, uh, let's see also, uh, I, I like the way my young Spurs are playing. They're playing pretty good. Uh, not to have really have a good to have a veteran on the team. They mostly young guys, and uh, I like the way they're playing. They're playing pretty good. All right. Well, welcome back to Dale. Thank you so much for calling in. Y'all don't know what happened at first, but you you were on here twice, so that's why we had that echo. But, uh, okay, but ladies, y'all much. have a good y'all have a good Thanksgiving. All right, you too. You Dale. as well. Yeah, Dale, thank you so 
much. <laughs> All right. Bye now. Okay. Bye-bye. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. Yeah, the, the, the Raiders, they look absolutely horrible. How do you get uh, the one of the best uh, wide receivers in the game and you start looking worse? I, I just I don't get that. But anyway, 347-826-7924. Um, that's the number to call us. All right, so let's go ahead uh get through some of the rest of these games. So I'm just going to go through the games, ladies, and if y'all want to stop and talk, just, just, just say, hey, I want to talk about that one. All right, so the Texans, they lost to the Giants. Um, Giants beat them 24-16. to 16. Not too surprised about that, but running back Saquon Barkley, um, 931 rush yards. That's the third most by a Giants player through his first nine games of a season since 1950. So Saquon Barkley is running that ball. Do you hear me? It's so good to see him back in um, in prime form there. The Lions, they ended up beating the Bears. This was a good game. They came back beating them 31-30. to Jared Goff, he was 19 of 26, 236 yards, a touchdown. This was their first win, went down um, by 14 points um, in the fourth in the fourth quarter since 1993. So let me repeat that. This is their first win, went down by 14-plus points in the fourth quarter since 1993. Ladies, do you want to just take a wild guess on the number, the the previous number that the the Lions were, their stat line? Just take a guess. Is it high? High, you know. When you think of games. No, no, not that high. Not that, not that high. One fifty. Bingo! Ding, 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 ding. Yes, they had lost the hunt. The previous one hundred and fifty games went down by fourteen plus points. Wow! Wow! And I started started to go with the Lions, but every time lately, every time I go with the Lions, they end up losing. And the very time that I should have went, I'm like, oh my goodness! So. My whole world would just turn around this week. <laughs> whole world was upside down, wasn't it, Terry? Girl, I, I feel you. And I'm, I'm with you. Every time I pick the Lions, they always end up losing. But, I mean, no, no they try to give it away. Well, I'm not even going to say they try to give it away. This was just a really good divisional game. But shout out to Justin Fields. I believe um, not just this past Sunday, but the Sunday before last, he had his coming out party. And I think, you know, the genie is out the bottle now because he is just running his little butt off. Um but he was uh, 12 of 20, 167 yards, two touchdowns, did have an interception, but he also had 147 yards off of 13 rushes with two touchdowns. But this for the Bears, this was their fifth straight game with 200-plus rushing yards. All right? Then we had the Jags falling to the Chiefs, um, 17-27. Don't really, uh, nobody really thought this was a surprise here. But for Patrick Mahomes, this was his 16th game with four-plus passing touchdowns. That's tied for the most before the age of 30. And now Mahomes has won 24 straight games in November and December. That's the longest win streak in any two-month span since quarterback wins were um, first recorded back in 1950. Um, For the Jacksonville Jaguars, this was their sixth straight loss to Kansas City. All right. Then we had the Browns falling to the Dolphins. The Dolphins, they are are now sitting high on the – um, 
on the AFC East, thanks to the Buffalo Bills loss. So um, Dolphins beating the Browns 39-17. This is the fourth straight win for uh, Miami. And for Tua, he is now um, undefeated when he starts and finishes a game um, in the 2022 uh, season. But it's the third straight game for Miami with 30-plus points. That's the longest streak since 2009. Um, Let's see, did I want to ask this question now? Yes, because we're halfway through. So, ladies, um, Janelle, I want to pose this question to you. Let me give you a couple of times to think about it. But, Janelle and, and uh, I'm sorry, um, A. Lou and Terry, you know, I definitely want you all to answer if, if you all want to. Um, the MVP race, who are your top three players for MVP right now? I'll give you. Okay. So Janelle. Wow, TJ. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, it's interesting that you that you ask that question because you know you're normally um they always um choose a quarterback for MVP. Mm-hmm. Um. My problem is there are there are only a couple quarterbacks that I would even put in that in that situation. Now before this game with the Vikings, I would have said I would have had Josh Allen in that in that top field, but I don't know what's going on with him. Obviously, uh, Mahomes is is going to be um, in that top, but Tua is starting to look like a serious quarterback. So I definitely. He definitely has moved up. Um, he's moved up the list for me. But um, the thing that I've been thinking about, not so much, and obviously my first choice would be um, Jalen Hurts because that that boy is something else. He um, he is definitely coming over Patrick Mahomes. Um, no. Okay. No, not over Patrick Mahomes because Patrick Mahomes, he's just a different beast. He's built different. I don't know what's going on with him, but he I, I don't think we'll ever see another quarterback like him. Um but the thing for me um, if if you if we want to talk about um the most improved, it's definitely um Geno Smith. He has he has definitely uh, – he's one that – you know how we talk about how um, how quarterbacks, they, they sit at second string for so long and, you know, every time they get that chance, they don't show anything? He has definitely shown that he, he's meant to be in the league. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to put him, you know, in, in the top tier yet, but I, I definitely – I think that he should get the most improved for this year. He really should. Is that an um, award? Yeah, oh, well, that is an award. Okay, yeah, you're right. That is an award. Oh, my God. TJ, come on you're right. now. My bad. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Um, honestly, that was I for feel TJ, like... not for you, baby. That was for TJ. Well, we um, were talking about MVP. I... That's why I was trying to be funny. But go ahead. Um, I feel like. I honestly feel like they need to start looking outside of that um outside of the the quarterback arena for this for this award this year because although you know you have 
several um, several quarterbacks that, especially in the past, when you're talking about your Aaron Rodgers or your um, Tom Brady's that always look good every year, they haven't been this year. So I, I just I feel like they need to start looking looking outside of uh, outside of that. And and to be honest with you. I really think that they should start looking at the defensive players because some of these mm-hmm. defensive players um, have been outstanding this year. When you talk about, especially like people like Bosa, um, your Bosa, not his brother, who um, who don't get their flowers like they should. I mean, it's, there's been some amazing defensive plays this year where some of these guys are just doing an outstanding job, and they need to start looking at that and stop always giving it to an offensive player, always stop giving it to um, a quarterback because some of these other players out here deserve that award. And see, that's why I posed the question to you why I said I just said three players because I was leaving it open for you if you wanted to put anybody else other than a quarterback in, and I was going to see Oh, yeah, who uh, Saquon might... Barkley, I would – Saquon Barkley, I would definitely stick him there. Okay. Um, because since he's since he's come back from injury, that boy has been bad. You hear me? He is okay. he has actually been amazing. Um okay. I can't I can't think of um I can't think of um too many other players, but your team is full of some talent too. I just I'm still trying to figure out how you guys are at five and four with with that. I know you guys have been hit by the injury bug though, but 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 your team is definitely um, on the offense and the defense has is full of talent. Well, I can tell you how we're five and four because we let that game slip away with the Broncos. That was just absolutely horrific, and then we lost to the Bears in, the, in game one in that monsoon. I mean, true enough, Bears had to play in the monsoon too, but that that was just ridiculous. But those two right there, I mean. You switch that, and we're what seven and seven and two. So then we then you right then we got hit with the injury bug. But um, before before I answer the uh, MVP question, um, A. Lou Terry, do y'all have any thoughts on your top three right now? Who would you say should be in the MVP running? And you, it doesn't have to be a quarterback if, if you if you don't if you don't think so. Whoever well, my in. top three will actually be um, the Chiefs. Patrick Mahone is number one. Jalen Hurts number two. And then two or three. Okay. All right. Hey, Lou, any thoughts? Yes, I I would say. Uh, uh, oh, you tell me it can be in, anybody. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm with Miss Terry on that with Mahomes right now. Gino is. Yeah, I mean, you know, something if you, they got most improved or whatever, because he's doing his thing. You got to give it to him. And it's another, it's another kid that's. He's not a quarterback though, but he's been playing his butt off. He's just young kid, and he's. I can't even think of him right now. But uh, he's been playing and and just been surprising people. Uh, but those would be that would be my third. I, I'll get his name. Okay. All right. Yeah. When you get his name, just let us know. What's up, Baron? I see you in the house, Phil. What's going on with you, Phil? Ooh, I wish I could have been at the bar when that game was over. I had to leave before the uh, Green Bay um, Cowboys game. Miss Laverne, I see you in the house, Telly. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show. I had some people come in. Africa, my daddy, Lawrence Jackson, and Kenny Cage, my brother from another mother. 
Okay, so let me ask you, I just want to throw two names out here and see if you agree or disagree with me. Tyreek Hill, y'all agree or disagree? I wouldn't put him in top three, but he he definitely he definitely deserves to be looked at. Okay, all right. So not in the top three, but consider possible consideration. Yes, yes. Okay, all right. And Justin Jefferson. When you think about what they mean to their team. Hold on. Who did you? Who was the second person you said? Justin Jefferson, wide receiver for Minnesota. That boy is oh, yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I thought it was Devontae. I really did. And I don't know if it's just because he's with, with, the, with the Raiders this year, and he's just, but he's been doing his thing when Carr can get him the ball. But the top receiver right now, I think I'm going to have to say right now is Justin Jefferson. All right, come on. Uh, oh, where'd you go? Oh, Boogeyman, where'd you go? Hit, hit the number one. I was waiting. I love it. He said, put me in, Coach. That's when I know he want to talk again. There we go. Come on in here, Boogeyman, without the curses. I, I want to say something real funny. This is funny. She keep bringing up Gino. She's just a Seahawks fan, so we just let this slide. Gino's been playing like most improved, but he ain't in no MVP talk. Leave me alone, Boogeyman. <laughs> Man, come on. But um, number one, I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes. Number two, go with Tua. Okay. I'm going to go with Tyreek Hill. Four, I'll go with Saquon Barkley. I'll go with Tyreek Hill. Because this dude, look at his numbers already, and we get to the half point of the season. Uh, Tua this boy is, might be great, 2,000-some uh, uh, yards. Uh, Jalen Hurts, no, Jalen Hurts ain't got enough touchdowns to be mentioned in the um, in the MVP. Um, He's he doing good, but, you know, MVP is like not the it's not for the team that got the best record. It's for the team that's doing the best. I mean the 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 guy that's doing the best. It's a stat award is what I'm saying. Um MVP is. Um but no, um we we ain't we ain't gonna talk about Gino. Gino's gonna stay down in the most improved. That's what he's gonna be in. MVP no uh <laughs> Well, that, that is what, what Janelle gave me. No, Janelle you kept, you kept, you kept saying, you kept bringing up, you kept bringing them up now. <laughs> and then, hey, TJ, what you say? You, know, you said, hey, you got it in there now. We, we talk about MVP, though. We ain't talking about MVP. <laughs> <laughs> I had to bring them on back. I had to bring them on back. <laughs> hey, but, yeah, but look at, look at what, man, uh, uh, we had the halfway point. And to me, I'm going to give it to Patrick Mahomes by a mile. This dude almost got 3,000 yards. Yeah, he's a bad mother. I, I had the number one, though, didn't I? Hey, oh, oh. hey yeah, that part right. But we even start going down a little further. You start getting that, getting that home team um, fever and stuff. But that ain't, no, well, ain't going to well, well, Boogie, remember now, she hasn't gone back to the Seahawks yet. It's coming. She, she's preparing us. I think she was going to be back. She shouldn't have left him and called him Russell Wilson. 
She shouldn't have followed Wesley Wilson. You know what well, Robert Wilson is. Is he in the MVP race? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Wes. 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 Come on, while you over there? Man, I was not. Well, I, I got a chance to watch that Dallas game. Cause, you know, we nine. I mean, we six hours over there. It was six hours ahead. So, trying to watch them other games, boy, it'd be ooh wee. Um, <laughs> let me see what game. I, I watched that. I watched that. Uh, what's it? What, what the Dallas? The Dallas game? You saw the Dallas and Green Bay. Dallas you didn't see the Buffalo. In Green Bay, and yeah. And, and and I love. No, nah, I, I didn't get to see the, the Dallas and, uh, okay. and Buffalo. I mean, the Minnesota and um and um Buffalo game. Because uh, I, was, I was, oh, man, I was getting some sleep, man. I couldn't stay up that late. <laughs> yeah, I'm, waiting on, I'm waiting on the talk to you about your boy, Herbert. One of y'all was just saying he's just a man. He, he's a stat getter. Uh, stat okay. pattern, what he going to be his career? Well, hold on. We're we, we going to get to that one. It's here shortly. All right. <laughs> All right. Just say, uh, put me in. That when you, when you're ready to talk. We ain't gonna. Okay. Well, we ain't gonna talk about. We ain't putting Gino in that MVP talk no more. <laughs> be quiet. Be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> they did say most improved though. I, I'll give him that. I, I will give him that. Yeah, he gonna get that, but it ain't not, not no MVP though. Yeah, we, MVP. we just gonna stop that right there. Maybe she had. A, maybe she had a little bit too much wine to drink tonight. <laughs> All right, Boogie Man. <laughs> right. Talk to you in a bit. All right. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. But, yeah, I, I think we're all in agreement with Patrick Mahomes. Um, and, hey, Lou, I had heard you, you know, um, when Janelle said that we'll never see another quarterback to Patrick Mahomes, um, to his status. Yeah, Tom Brady can't even he, – he can't compete with Patrick Mahomes. Just his uh, ability, like the, what he is capable of doing on the football field. Tom Brady has the rings and the trophies, but uh, the skill set, oh, no, he, he can't touch Patrick. And I think Come that's what now. you were referring to, right? Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes yeah. that's exactly what I was referring to. Yeah. Oh, but, uh, yeah, that brother, he is going to be fun to watch for years to come. Him, um, Lamar Jackson, uh, you know, just barring, barring good health. Um, these brothers, they're going to be Jalen Hurts. You know, I think, I think he's going to be a fun one to watch. Um, Justin Fields, you know, hopefully we can get a chance to see uh, Trey Lance out there and he, he get healthy. Um, but the, the quarterback position is in very good hands going forward, I must say. All right, uh, let's see, where were we, Dolphins and Brown? What time is it? Um, you know what, this might be a good stopping point. So let's go ahead and we'll put a pin in it. We'll go ahead and jump to our break. And then on the outside of that, it will be time, it will be time for the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. But right now, old ladies, oh, with this, oh, I'm so happy. It's roll call time. And it's the fearsome foursome in the house. Let me get ready, let me get ready, get me ready. Janelle, are you with me? Yes, ma'am, I am. Terry, are you in the hickety, hickety, Tiggity house. Tiggity, tiggity house. I'm here. <laughs> and hey, Lou, what say you? Janelle's over there trying to rhyme a little bit. Hey, Lou is here, and I'm not going to disappear. 
so we not need fear. Oh, it's the fearsome foursome in the house tonight. Terry, A. Lou, Janelle, TJ, we'll be right back after the break. Have 
Oh, it's no secret. Ladies love sports, too, with TJ. Oh, yes, they do. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. Okay, just knew it this it just does something to me. But you know what else does something to me? The baddest lady in the land with her skin hits that pad. Oh, yes, you see the clock on the wall. It is time. It is time. For the baddest lady, like I said, on the land. When her skin hits that pad. Miss Lucinda. What do you have on tap for us tonight? Good evening, LL Sports 2. I have week 10 summary for you. I screwed myself in making my picks. It was enough to make me sick. Woe is me. Two of our teams lost and one was victorious. The Broncos and Falcons lost, but the 49ers were glorious. The Titans took us down, holding us to 10 points in their hometown. Tannehill returned and threw two touchdown passes. That game was slow like molasses. Slow like a turtle, like a turtle, like a turtle. The Falcons were defeated by the Panthers, 25-15. to 15. Running back Foreman played tirelessly on the wet scene. He and his team continued to grind and pound. Just to hear the victory sound. They, they, they had the victory. The 49ers stopped the Chargers 22 to 16. Their defense showed up again on the scene. The Chargers led the first half, and the last two quarters were taken over by the 49ers staff. Garoppolo was 19 of 28 for 240 yards, one touchdown. These 49ers were sticking around. They ain't going nowhere. I would like to wish everyone a happy and great Thanksgiving. Love on your family and be forgiving. Be thankful for all your many blessings. Share your food with others and enjoy your turkey and dressing. And give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks for He has given Jesus Christ His Son. And now let the weak say I am strong. Let the poor say I am rich because of what the Lord has done for us. Give thanks. I need you to give thanks. <laughs> you better do that, ain't Lou? Absolutely awesome. Thank Absolutely you, Daryl. Awesome. awesome job. Absolutely beautiful. I love that. All right, ladies. Let's get back to some football. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Uh, where were we? What game was I on? Oh, there we go. Here we go. Saints and the Steelers. This was another one that had a stat on it that I was a little leery about. But um, question, well, y'all might not have known. Um, Heading into this game, 
there was only one coach or one team that Mike Tomlin had never beat, and that was the New Orleans Saints. Did, did any of y'all know that by any chance? No. 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 Okay. So when I picked the Steelers, I was like, there's a first time for everything. And then I thought about it, and I said, no um, Drew Brees and no Sean Payton. So if they're going to do it, then this is the time that they're going to do it. And then I found out that T.J. Watt was coming back. I said, okay, y'all, it's, it's a wrap. But then Mika Fitzpatrick went out. He had appendicitis. So it was like you lose one, you gain another. But it's okay. Steelers took care of business, though. So they beat the Saints 22-10. Um, as I said, uh, for Coach Tomlin, he had never beaten the Saints in his, uh, I think it was, what, 13-year uh, career. Um, for the Saints, though, they were shut out in the second half. They have now lost four of their last five. But the wide receiver, Chris Olave, he is one of five players in the NFL with 40-plus receiving yards in nine games this season. So the one one shining moment for the New Orleans Saints is their uh, rookie, Chris um, Olave. All right, so let's see here. Moving on, Colts and the Raiders. Podell, Podell. I just knew if they were going to get a game, it was going to be against a team that just got a new coach and that everybody was up in uh, upheaval about. But that dog on just Saturday. Now, mind you, it was against the Raiders, but hey, he got his first win too. So the Colts beating the Raiders twenty-five to twenty. Um, the Colts. Just Saturday, he went to the owner and said, listen, in order for me to do what I need to do, I'm going to need Matt Ryan back under center. And Matt Ryan under center is what he got, 21 of 28, 222 yards, and a rushing touchdown. Uh, but, again, for Just Saturday, he was this was his interim um, coaching debut, and he got the win. He's the second coach, coach, though, in the last 45 seasons to win his coaching debut. He joins Jim Caldwell. Um, and for the Raiders, they are now 0-6 in one possession games. But um, they were talking about how, you know, preceding the game, Jeff Saturday called up Matt Ryan and was like, you know, how are you feeling? How are you doing? And he was like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good, I'm good. But Matt Ryan knew what he meant. He was like, are you mentally okay to, you know, come back in here, take over this, you know, starting quarterback role, and can you lead us to where we need to go? And Matt was like, yeah, you know, he, he felt the um, – you know, he felt the uh, the comfort level with Saturday. Um, he felt the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, he believed in him, so he he, he felt that. And uh, they came out and you know they they put it all together. The defense actually showed up because um, they had been kind of um, missing in action, so to speak. But the running back. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, he really showed out. 22 rushes, 147 yards, and he had a 66-yard touchdown. So, um, you know, it kind of just makes you wonder because Frank Wright, remember, he benched Matt Ryan about three or four weeks ago claiming, that you know, he needed to heal his shoulder or whatever, but that they needed a spark. So, um, you know, ladies, I guess my question, like, how, how does it make Frank Wright look bad or – does it kind of make Ursay look good and kind of moving in this direction and and you know giving giving Matt Ryan that confidence back? What do y'all think? Whoever wants to jump in. Everybody don't jump in at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say the right. Because I, I hate, to, I hate to, to call people out because then they'd be like, I knew she was going to call on me first. <laughs> but if y'all don't want to comment, no worries. I don't want to comment. I just had to, to get the girls out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Terry, any thoughts? 
No. All right. But, yeah, so hopefully, you know, this will be this will just give them the, the motivation to move in the right direction. Now, the Colts are going up against, um, ooh, let's see who is it next week. They have the Eagles. So I think that one-game winning streak might come to an end. But, you know, you never know. Any given Sunday. Any given Sunday. All right. So let's keep it moving here. We had the divisional matchup, the Cardinals and the Rams. No Kyler Murray, no problem for the Cardinals. Um, they beat the Rams down 27-17. Colt McCoy came in uh, to replace Kyler Murray. Um, James Conner, he had 21 rushes for 69 yards. Hopkins, um, only 98 yards off of 10 receptions. Uh, for the uh, Rams, though, Stafford, he did not also, he also didn't play. Um, he was out with the concussion. So Walford came in, 24-36, 212 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. But the Rams are now 3-6. and six. They're tied worst for a nine-game start by a defending Super Bowl champion. Um, but stat for um, Hopkins, I thought this was pretty interesting here. So his first game was in week seven, because remember, he had to sit out. He was on suspension. But DeAndre Hopkins has 36 receptions. That's most in the NFL. 396 receiving yards. That's third in the NFL. And two receiving touchdowns in just four games played. So, man, talk about a talent when they are not on the field, how they are severely missed. Um, you can see that the Cardinals, you know, they missed having that number one weapon, DeAndre Watt, I'm sorry, DeAndre Hopkins. All right, now let's move to another game of the week. It was the Cowboys. It was the Packers. We thought that Aaron Rodgers, he was just about to fall into the abliminal, uh, uh, what is that word I'm trying to find? I don't know. But the uh, dismal bliss, that's what it was. Um right. Packers. I'm sorry, go ahead, Alu. Depression. <laughs> that too, all of the above, because he was on a five-game losing streak, and it did not look like it was going to be looking up anytime soon. But put him up against the Cowboys, and there's that accident waiting to happen. I don't know, is it? But the, uh, this was went into overtime, um, 31-28. I had to leave because I had to leave to get back on my side of town so that I could watch my game. So I missed the overtime, but Rodgers, he was um, – Eight and, he's 8-2 and two in his career versus the Cowboys. That is including the playoffs. And like I said, it did snap the five-game losing streak for, um, for the, the, the Packers. And for the Packers, they are now 3-0 and oh in 2022 when Aaron Rodgers has a 100-plus passer rating. But he was 14-20, 224 yards with three touchdowns. Dak Prescott, 27-46, 256 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Um, Pollard, 22 rushes, 115 yards and a touchdown. But the Dallas Cowboys broke a streak in this game. They had a streak of um, ladies. I'm going to see if y'all want to guess this. It's, um, it's a pretty big number, though, to be leading by 14-plus points after three quarters. They had never lost a game in this amount of games. Do y'all want to take a, take a crack at it and guess how many games? 350. Uh, not that high. Okay. Two two seventy five. Not that high. So I'll give you one more. Two thirty. No, not two thirty. It wasn't. Any, but it's one hundred and ninety five. That's still a lot. Okay. They were one hundred and ninety five and zero when leading by fourteen plus points after three quarters. Yeah. 
They failed on uh, fourth and three from Green Bay's 35 on the first possession of overtime. And for the defense, though, um, linebacker Micah Parsons, he ranks top ten in sacks, quarterback hits, forced fumbles, and tackles for loss this season. So that's the good news for the for the Cowboys, but um, but they fell to the Packers in Lambeau, like I said, in overtime. So they now fall six to three. But ladies, what do you think about this quarterback? Um, like, should there be a quarterback controversy? Because you know, with Rush, you know, he was like four and zero. Cowboys seem to be moving along like a well-oiled machine, and now Dak comes back, and they're not moving so well. So any thoughts on, or you know, should it be any kind of a, a, a toss-up or, or any type of, um, you know, what's the word I'm looking for, um, controversy, you know, with the quarterback, or do we just, you know, we just need to roll with the punches with Dak because he's the number one man? Uh, I don't think there should be any controversy. I think, um, you know, Dak, he was out for, you know, some games and, uh, he just need to get back in the groove. I, I don't think it should be a toss up. I think that would be be okay. I would miss Terry on that. Give him time to get acclimate, acclimated back in, to where he was. Because they still looking good. All right. Well, I'll tell you one thing that did help was the the Eagles losing. That that, that definitely helped them. Um, you know, keeping in the you know in the um, playoff race, but. Well, we're halfway through the season. There's only seven games left. We know how each game is important. So, uh, they got a couple. They got Minnesota coming up this week, and then you know they play on Thanksgiving. It's going to be a divisional matchup with the Giants. So it's going to be some good football. That's all I know. And if the Cowboys don't make the playoffs, I'm sorry, Phil. I hope no Phil's still on here. But maybe I should, maybe I won't answer. Finish that statement, but I think y'all know what I'm thinking. Okay. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. Go ahead. Did those Washington Commandos Commodores did they get off or what? What? In my in the back of my mind, I say, well, maybe it's time for them to lose because you know they had they had no losses. But I wouldn't even, you know, I wouldn't even worrying about that one more so. But but to see them come to us, they just, I mean, they stuck it to them and they stayed, they stayed on them until that game was over. It was a great game. Yeah, it really was. It really was, and it was good to see Washington come out there, you know, with that intensity that they had. It's like, okay, y'all may be undefeated, but uh, any given Sunday or Monday, you know, the Giants can't fall. So, so yeah, it was good. Um, Janelle, give you an opportunity. Did you did you want to chime in on the uh, Dak Prescott situation? You know, should um, should the Cowboys be concerned? No, if he, um, I would literally give him two more weeks. If if he can't turn things around, then I'd have to go ahead and put Rush back because that he we weren't having a problem with him. Yeah, I mean you you can't. Can't argue with productivity, and the W, you know, is wins and losses. And like I said, we're now halfway through the season. So, but I, uh, I'm with you, ladies. You know, I, I'm hoping that it's just, you know, a little bit of rust. But you know, it ain't like he coming back from a broken leg. I mean, I don't know, but we'll see. We'll see. It is a cowboy. Keep on keeping on, cowboy. <laughs> I can teach that. <laughs> All right. Okay. 
Okay. Oh, let me uh, let's go ahead and get through the rest of these here. Um, so we had the Sunday night game. It was my 49ers and the Chargers. Ooh, we talk about a second half adjustment. I don't know what's been going on in the second half of our games, but defense has been coming out on a mission. We allowed zero points in the second half for the second straight game. Um, and uh, McCaffrey, he had a rushing touchdown. Uh, Ayuk, he's really doing his thing. Um, Garoppolo looks good. He's still kind of pitter-pattern in that pocket, which makes me a little nervous, but the weapons that we've surrounded him with, um, you know, McCaffrey's doing his thing. we got Elijah Mitchell back. We had eight players come back off of injury this week, so I think we are putting on display what we can look like with a healthy roster, and teams need to be concerned. Our defense in the words of uh, who is that, uh, the wrestler, uh, Ric Flair. Woo! Lord have mercy. That's all I'm going to say. Um, Herbert, he was 21 of 35, 196 yards, a touchdown and interception. Um, he has 34 career passing touchdowns to undrafted players. That's the most touchdowns to undrafted free agents by any quarterback since 2020. So I'm not sure if that's what Boogeyman was referring to because, I mean, he really didn't have that, that good of a game. He was 21 of – I'm talking about Justin Herbert now – 21 of 35, 196 yards, a touchdown and an interception. But shout-out to my um, uh, corner, Hufunga. Whew, that boy, if he is, and he, he trains with um, former, um, I'm sorry, safety. He's a safety. Uh, former safety Troy Palamalu, Troy Palamalu, and it's pain. It shows. It shows because he is a ball hawk. I absolutely love. I'm loving Hufanga, uh, number 29. That's gonna be my next jersey there. All right. So shout out to my Niners. Um, we looked really, really good. And now we go to Mexico, though. Uh, we play the Cardinals um, in Mexico. All right. Then Monday night, it was the Commanders. The uh, Giant has fallen. The Eagles are undefeated no more. Um, Heineke, 17 of 29, 211 yards of interception um, for Sly. That's their kicker. He was 4 of 4. That included a 58, a career-long 58-yard field goal and a 55-yard field goal. And um, for Heineke, he is now 10-9 and nine as a starting quarterback since joining Washington in 2020. Um, Hurts, he was 17 of 26, 175 yards, two touchdowns, an interception. He also had a rushing touchdown. But for wide receiver A.J. Brown, he had a season-low seven yards off of one reception. And for the Philadelphia Eagles, they had more turnovers on Monday, a total of four, than they had in the total first eight games of the season. They only had three coming into um, Monday night. All right. And um, then we had the Broncos falling to the Titans. Uh, oh, yes. Uh-huh. I'm comment on, on this Eagles. This was a shocker for me. I did not expect for the commanders to beat the Eagles to – you know, to end their 8-0 winning streak. Mm-hmm. But I told my husband, I said, when anytime you see a team that come out with fire like the commanders came out, I said, the Eagles going to lose this game. Mm-hmm. Because they had too many turnovers. And at the end of the third quarter, when Hurts, when Jalen Hurts, when he threw that interception, even though they called it back, mm-hmm. um, the game just went south. From there on into the fourth quarter, it just went south. And at the end, I'm like, the guy that fell, he fell, and then, um, you know, the ball just went flying off. 
mm-hmm. and the commanders, one of the commanders picked it up and just ran it in. Yep. I'm like, really? I, I, that was just a shocker for me. I'm like, really? What's what's going on here? But when they came out, just you know, they were just just you know hyped. They was just full of energy. The commanders, and I I told my husband, I said, wait, it's going. They, they, the Eagles is going in. They went in straight tonight, and they did. Yeah, that ain't what I wanted to happen, but that's what happened. Terry, did it look like to you that the that the Eagles? I can't say that they didn't come prepared, but maybe that they just um they didn't take the commanders too seriously. They, they, I think that's they what they it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. Yeah. They figured they had the game because you know they. I think that they were four and five or something like that. Uh, the commanders and you know and, and the Eagles, no, no losses. But you know that's what happened. A team, uh, a, a less than great team, will come in there and just knock you off, off your, you know, rockers. Especially if you're a little arrogant and prideful. Well, you know what really. I guess kind of ticked me off with that is that it's a divisional matchup. So and of all the teams that you may think, I mean, it, it was not like it was Jacksonville. I mean, you know, not to, not to poo-poo on anybody, but, I mean, you know, the Jacksonville or, or maybe the Browns or, you know what I'm saying, this is a divisional matchup. One thing you cannot do is let your guard down on your divisional opponent. They know you the best. Head down. <laughs> okay, so it's like Giants, Cowboys, and Commanders. Philly, you know you have to come with your A game. And I think maybe because yep. maybe the, if they were at home, um, you know what I'm saying, maybe because they were at home and, I don't know, maybe they thought the commanders were going to lie down, but you put somebody on Monday Night Football and tell them what they can't do. You cannot go into Philly and beat Philly an 8-0 no team. Tell somebody what now. they can't do, <laughs> and they're going to show you what they can do. <laughs> Watch them do it. And they did. <laughs> Goodness. But, yeah, I'm with you, Terry. It, it seemed like the, the Eagles weren't in that game at all from the start of the game. It, it was like the, the mentality. You would have thought that Washington was the 8-0 team, just the way that they mm-hmm. and they, they they pounced on them and they, they, they kept, you know, they kept it, uh, kept that momentum. And it was good to see. I ain't going to lie. I, I was happy to see it. And then I don't know if y'all um, saw there was on, on social media <clears> – <throat> Because now still remains the 72 Miami Dolphins. They are the only undefeated, you know, team um, in in history. And they had one of their uh, one of their players. He's sitting in his recliner, held up his drink. He's I'm a commander tonight. Shout out to the commanders. We still, you know, we still hold the records. I thought that was cute. I hope he didn't drink that whole drink though. He, he might not have made it out that sleep out that little uh, recliner. All right, three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That's the number to call to talk to the ladies. All right, and then so wrapping up week ten, it was the Broncos falling to the Titans, uh, ten to seventeen um, for Tennessee and Derrick Henry. He had fifty-three rush yards. That was the fewest in a win for the Titans since twenty eighteen. But he still ranks top um, top two in the NFL in carries, rush yards, and rush touchdowns this season. Um, for the Broncos, um, for uh, Russell Wilson, this is his seventh game with one or fewer passing touchdowns. And the Broncos lead the NFL in scoring defense with 16.6 per game points per game, but they are the last in the NFL in scoring offense, uh, only scoring 14.6 points per game. Um, so, uh, A. Lou, um, are, are you still rolling with the, uh, with, with the Denver Broncos as of today? I'm still today, but, you know, I do have all my uh, – uh, 
uh, you know, uh, Jersey and uh, what is it? Is it memorabilia? What do you call it? Memorabilia or paraphernalia? Memorabilia, what I paraphernalia. Got? Paraphernalia. Yeah, I got uh-huh. all my stuff. You know, so I, I just don't know what I might do. I, you know, things might switch, you know, any given Sunday. <laughs> No, it's I said you, you do have until the end of the season. I, I would, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. just gonna see if you, it, ladies, we have to see if she lasts that long. Okay, we'll see. Right now, it's right. She's still holding on. <laughs> well, I'm learned. I've learned that you can't follow a person. You got to okay. follow the team. And right now, the Seahawks are doing their thing. It's so true. All right, so real quick here, let's get through some news and notes before we get to our picks. So this coming Sunday, week 11, starts the first flex game. Um, the Chargers and Chiefs, they have been flexed to the Sunday night game, moving the um, Bengals and Steelers game to 425. Um, shout out to Deshaun Watson. He returns to practice today. Um, they're saying that he is expected to start week 13 against the Houston Texans. Um Ladies, we know that the Browns, um, you know, they're kind of, you know, mediocre right now. Um, do you think that, you know, with him being able to be eligible, go ahead and, and throw Deshaun in, or, you know, the season seems to be kind of a, you know, kind of a lost cause. Um, should they maybe hold him out, or like I said, just go ahead and throw him in just to get him back acclimated playing football? What do y'all think? Honestly, I feel like. Yeah, go ahead. I think I heard Janelle and then Terry. Honestly, I feel like this. Um, they there's not much that they're going to be able to do to, um, to reconcile this season. So I would, because we saw what he looked like before the suspension. He he wasn't doing. He wasn't looking like Deshaun Watson. So I would just go ahead and put him in just so that. You know he'd be able to get himself together for next season because they can't do any worse than what they're doing now. You are right about that, Terry. Go ahead. Hey, Michael. Janelle just just spoke. That's, what, that's exactly what I was going to say. You know, let him. You know, let him play, get him back acclimated. But you know, I don't think he's really going to bring anything to the team. You know, so. Hey, Lou, any thoughts? Yeah, I totally agree. And if nothing else, let's go ahead and just get the, um, oh, mystique isn't the word. Knock but, you the know, dust but off. Yeah, nothing, knock the dust off, but let's get, you know, some of the animosity or whatever is going to be coming his way for getting on the field, you know, for the, for the Browns picking him up and all that. Let's just go ahead and get the majority of that out the way now, too, so that that way next season we can just go ahead and play some football. You know, somebody gonna have something to say at some town or you know city that he goes to, probably you know some protests and you know and all that kind of stuff. So let's just go ahead and get all that out. Some you know might be some some teams even you know going forward maybe you always be I don't know but I just say let's just go ahead and get all that. Uh, let's just get that kind of out the way too, so the brother can get out here and play football because you know he did what he needed to do to get back on the field. So, bye bye. All right, three four seven eight two six 
888-646-7924. That's the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight. Um, some injury updates here before we do our picks. Um, tight end Zach Ertz, he's out indefinitely for the Cardinals. Quarterback Baker Mayfield, he's set to start on Sunday versus the Ravens. Um, P.J. Walker, he is dealing with a high ankle sprain for the Panthers. Uh, for the Rams, Coach Sean McVay says wide receiver Cooper Cup. He did have surgery today, so he is out. He's been placed on IR. He will be out a minimum of four weeks now with a high ankle sprain. Um, for the Eagles, tight end Dallas Goddard. Um, he suffered a shoulder injury. He's expected to miss an extended amount of time. And for the Colts, linebacker Shaquille Leonard, he did go. He did undergo season-ending back surgery today. All right. So with that. Oh, yeah. It is sick time. And, you know, I have to give love. I have to show love. Not to say that it doesn't happen a lot. I mean, not to say that it doesn't happen, but anyway, Janelle! Janelle won the pitch for this one. Yeah, Shagaboo! Yeah, congratulations! <laughs> congratulations! All right, y'all. Let's get to it. So Janelle won the picks. Uh, she was eight and six, and Lou and I tied at seven seven. And Terry came in at six and eight. Um, so I'm still leading the picks overall. Terry is coming in second, and Lou is right on her heels um, by l- losing um, by one point. And then Janelle, um, Janelle's on, on y'all heels too, though. She's only down by three games. All right, so let's do this, ladies. Week 11, the teams on uh, buys this week, Jaguars, Dolphins, Seahawks, and Buccaneers. Let's start off Thursday night, tomorrow night. It's the Titans at the Packers. Who y'all got? Mm. You know, this is a problem for me because the Packers actually looked good this past week, but they didn't let me down a lot. And I know the Titans, the Titans are trying to, a point. So I honestly, if I tell you something and then email you later, don't be upset. But for now, I'm going with the Titans. And Janelle, I feel the same way about those Packers. But I'm going to go with the Packers and I may be emailing you later, Tina, or texting you. I'm going with the Packers. Hey, Lou. I'm going to go with the Packers because they're at home, but I might be emailing you later. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to roll with the Packers because they're at home and it's Thursday night. Usually the home team kind of fares well, but then Titans do have Derrick Henry. They may, might run all through that defense. I don't know. But, yeah, I'm rolling with the Packers right now. All right, then we have the Bears at the Falcons. Janelle, I know you got the Falcons. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I'm Falcons. I'm going to go with the Falcons because Falcons, they're at home, but they better do something. I'm rolling with the Falcons, but I might change my pick. Justin Fields is, I, I'm telling you, I think he's coming to his own, and I don't know if y'all going to be able to stop him. But the defense, if a defense can, it, I'm, I'm rolling with the Falcons. Okay, so that's a clean sweep. We all going with the Falcons. All right, then we have the Panthers at the Ravens. Ravens. 
Ravens. The Ravens. All right, that's a clean sweep. We all rolling with the Ravens. Then we have the Browns at the Bills. Bills. Bill. No interception. Yeah, Josh Allen. I hope he ah he need to get his head together. But yeah, we all rolling with the Bills. All right. Um, I don't know who's gonna get this. We've got uh, Washington at the Texans. I'm gonna go Washington. Commando. Washington. Yeah, I, I'm going to go Washington. This is not going to be a good game to watch. Who are you telling? Washington. But you never know. It might be the game of the week. You never know. Uh, I doubt it, though. All right, we we are going with Washington then. Um, we have the Eagles at the Colts. Eagles. Hmm. I'm going to go with the Colts. All right. Janelle is rolling with the Col- yep, Colts. All right. I'm rolling with the Eagles. I think they get back on their winning um, winning skid there. All right. Divisional matchup, Jets at the Patriots. They've both been on a bye, huh? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go Patriots because they're at home. Me too. All right, then that is, um, okay, we are with the Patriots. Terry is rolling with the Jets. All right, then we have the Rams at the Saints. The Rams. Yeah, that's, that's going to be a game. Saints at home, do they do anything? I'm going to go with the Rams. Might be changing this, I don't know. No, I'm going to go with the Saints. I may be changing that one. All right. Terry and I are with the Saints. They're still keeping Andy Dalton, even though, um, who, what's his name? Um, Jameis. I think he's healthy now, but they're still going to roll with with, um, with Andy Dalton. All right, I'm rolling with the Saints since they're at home. All right, then we have the Lions at the Giants. This is probably going to be a good game. Giants. Giants. All right, clean sweep. we all rolling with the Giants. Oh, Lord have mercy. The, the Battle of the Bass. Raiders at the Broncos. I'm sorry, Andy. I know, right? Bronco, y'all better yeah. shut it down. Shut it down right now. You better shut it down. You're only one game ahead of us, Falcons. It don't mean your, it don't mean your team ain't sorry. I talk about mine, too. You better uh, shut, uh, yeah. shut up, Quita. <laughs> I'm going with the Broncos. Look, finally, the Broncos. Okay. Terry, I think you already answered, but what did you say? The Raiders. Raiders. Okay, Raiders. Okay. Ooh, Terry on that island. I don't know. This might be the week the Raiders get, get it together since uh, old boy was crying on the on the podium. But if he crying, talking about ain't nobody there with him, I don't think they're going to be with him next week. No. I'm going with the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Okay. This, I think, is going to be the game of the week. Cowboys at yeah. the Vikings. She said, is that three of us with the Broncos or, t- or two? Yeah, I'm rolling with the Broncos, too. And Janelle's with the Raiders? No, she with the Broncos. Okay. All right. Okay. Cowboys and the Vikings. Um, Vikings. I'm going to say Vikings. Vikings. Yeah, I think I'm going to roll with the Vikings, especially since they're at home. And I want the Cowboys to lose. All right, then we have the divisional matchup. This should probably, this might be a good one, too. Um, Bengals at the Steelers. Yeah, that's going to be a good one, but I'm going with my boys. Bengals. Going with the Bengals. I am too. Oh, 
And, yeah, I'm going to roll with the Steelers. I'm going to go with my first nine. Okay. Then we have the Sunday night game, another divisional matchup, Chiefs at the Chargers. Chiefs. Chiefs. They got to find a way to beat them. Everybody going with the Chiefs? Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Chargers always play these, but, but Chargers have too many injuries, though, so I'm rolling with the Chiefs, too. All right, then the Monday night, Mexico. Underlay, underlay, ah, 49ers at the Cardinals. Wow, TJ. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm going with the 49ers, too. <laughs> all right. Hola. And we all, the rolling with the 49ers. All right. And that's it. And that is the show, ladies. Oh, my God, it was so happy. So, so happy to have everybody, have everybody back. Somebody's got a, a, got us on speaker. Got to hear some uh, feedback. But it's time for our shout-outs. And Terry, we'll have you go first. Ladies, 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 I am so glad to be amongst you tonight. I had one, y'all won't believe it, I had one conference call today, just one. I was like, is something wrong with my phone? What's going on at work today? But I was so, so happy that I was able to be amongst you ladies tonight. When I'm not here, you know, I miss you guys, but know that I love you guys from the bottom of my heart. I hope that you have a blessed and safe holidays. Just know that I love you. And Tina, as always, what an phenomenal show. Thank you for taking the time, you know, to do your research and, you know, just roll out the red carpet. As I say, my motto now, Tina, take me away. I love you guys and be blessed. I know. Oh, I love it, Terry. I love it. Janelle. Um, ladies, I just want to say that I pray that all of you guys um, stay safe until we meet again. Um, I, I love and appreciate all of you. Um, TJ, please give Miss Denise a big hug for me because I love her so much, um, and I'm so proud of you, and I hope that um, you realize how not only how important you are to your family, but how important you are to those of us who consider you family, too. I love you, ladies, and like I said, be safe, and I'll talk to you in two weeks. Love you back. Thank you so much. Love you right back. Ain't Lou. I'm going to steal uh, uh, Miss Terry's. She say, T- uh, she say, Tina, take me away. It's supposed to be TJ, take me away, you know, because ain't Lou got a rhyme. But I, I won't, I'll, I'll let you have that, but I like that. Uh, I'm so glad y'all are here tonight because I had to hold it down by myself. I need to find both of you ladies, but I'm not. I'm just going to say TJ and I held it down, but, you know, y'all were really missed last week. I guess TJ said I did all right, you know. But anyway. I'm just glad y'all back because you can hear it in TJ's voice. It's like, we're the fierce of four. We're here, faithful four. Fantastic four, whoever we are. Um, uh, I just want to say, Miss Terry, I love you, and I know you have to work, but we miss you, and it's just a pleasure to have you here tonight. Uh, Janelle, you was just a sweetie, just a sweetie with a PD whatever that is, but I love you, and I just thank God for you, and I'm just glad y'all here, um, and then, uh, TJ, you know, what can I say, you're going to fly away, and you're just going to excel, 
you just going to do it. That's all. I couldn't come up with a rhyme with that one. But uh, I want to wish everyone a happy and safe Thanksgiving. And y'all have a good time. Don't eat too much. And just love on your family and just love on your spouses and just love. Love, 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 love. And don't forget to give thanks. <laughs> Absolutely. I love you, ladies. I love you so much. And, um, yeah, this was no better way that I could uh, we could end the show, you know, before the holiday. So I love you, ladies. Thank you so much. I'm so happy that everybody was able to be on the show tonight. All right? So two weeks, God willing. We'll see you then. Bye. All right. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight And that is the fearsome force of Janelle, A. Lou, Terry, and T.J. Yes Um, Let's see, real quick, Wednesday, Wikipedia, 1957, what happened on November 16th. Jim Brown of the Cleveland Browns, he set an NFL season rushing record of 1,163 yards after only eight games and then in 1958, Bill Russell of the Boston Celtics, he set a new NBA record when he got 32 rebounds in the first half of a game. You better say, you better do it, Bill Russell. All right, so that's your Wednesday Wikipedia for November 16th. Um, shout out to everybody who tuned in tonight on the timeline, who if you called in, as I always say, whether it's two minutes, 20 minutes, two hours, one hour, we thank you, we love you. Share the show, um, like, um, all that good stuff at LL Sports to uh, TJ Tina D Jackson Facebook. Um, thank you all for your love and you for your support. Birthdays tonight, Roddy DeVoe. He was our musical um, selection for tonight. He's going to turn 55 on tomorrow. Happy birthdays today to Lisa Bonet. She turns 55 today. All right. Um, so we'll be back not next week, but two weeks. I think that was November 30th. My mom put it on the um, on the timeline there. So we'll see you then. Um, shout out to Marlon. Shout out to Ronbo of Ronbo Sports. Shout out to Marvin and Harold Chambers. I think I saw both of my, um, my, my Chambers brothers on the timeline tonight. Love you, fellas. Um, of course, um, happy birthday. Shout out to my big brother, Greg Williams. He celebrates his birthday today. And happy early birthday. Shout out to two of my dearest, closest friends, Kenny Cage Goings and Morris Banks. They will celebrate their birthday on the 20th. Second, all right. Shout out to the Chop Shop um, host Robert Hatter, um, Chris Walker, and Jimmy Hicks. Check out the Chop Shop every day, Monday through Friday, um, two, to, uh, no, one to three, or twelve to two, depending on your time zone. Check out those fellas; they're really doing some good things in Houston. There. Shout out to Ave Lou for bringing the strength once again. She did an awesome job, so y'all make sure that y'all catch um, the recording. And again, a great big shout out to the Fearsome Force and Janelle. Um, Terry, Aunt Lou, I love you, ladies. I love you. Shout out to my daddy, Lawrence Jackson, to my brother, D'Angelo Jackson. I love you, fellas. And last but by no means least, to my mom, Denise Green. I love you. All right? So that is going to do it for the show tonight. Um, We'll be back next week. That leaves us time for only one more thing, which is TJ's Motivational Moment. And all I want to say to you tonight is be grateful. Right. This is a time of thanksgiving with everything that we are hearing and seeing in the news. It is not about what is not about what we have or about what we possess. It is about those that make us who we are, those who help support to what we can and we can be, and to those who hold us accountable for the things that we know we should not do. Think about all of the people who will be hurting, 
Um, I think about my family members, my cousins, those who have lost um, their mothers previous to this year, um, those who lost their mother this year. I think about my own mother um, and my aunts and uncles. They have lost their mother. Um, you know, to those who have lost their father, my dad has lost his father. They've lost their father, too. I mean, we have just, if you sit and you think about how far you've, where you've come from and what you have in life that matters, there's no reason why you cannot give God thanks. It could be so much worse, y'all, no matter what you're going through. Always remember, there's somebody else worse off than you. I'm TJ. And that's my motivational moment. Until next time, be good to others. Be good to yourselves. Most of all, y'all be blessed and give thanks. Give thanks, y'all. We have so much to be grateful for, so much to be thankful for. Look in the mirror. You got your, you got your hands. You can walk. You can talk. You don't need a, a handicap sticker to go to the store. Y'all, we got so much to be thankful for. In the name of Jesus, amen. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.